as it is recorded by Mark chapter 5. We're not going to hold you long, but I want to share a few uh, things that I believe will be a blessing to the people of God as we encourage your hearts tonight. Uh, this is a time where God wants to do so much in the lives of his people. And we've got to trust him now like never before. Even in the face of trouble and trial, we must be determined that we are going to keep our trust locked into the Lord. And I want to encourage your hearts tonight with a very familiar passage of scripture, Mark chapter 5, beginning at verse 22. I want to just read a few verses from uh, uh, Mark chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, and then I want to uh, 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 begin, uh, then I want to move down, I should say, to verse 35 as we uh, read the rest of this text. Father, we honor you and praise you for this moment in time. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy. We bless you for your love that continues to be everlasting among your people. We ask now that you would give us listening ears that we may hear in this hour what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church, and that in hearing we would believe the report of Scripture, and that we would go forth and claim these wonderful promises, that as we receive them into our lives, we will have the fullness of what you have ordained for us. We thank you and praise you now. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's people said, Amen. Mark chapter 5, beginning at verse 22, it said, And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, or Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter layeth at the point of death. I pray thee, uh, come and lay hand, thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. Verse 35, while he yet speaks, spake, there came from the ruler of the synagogue's house a certain which said, Thy daughter is dead. Why troublest uh, thou the master any further? As soon as Jesus heard the words that were spoken, he said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. And he suffered no man to follow him, save Peter, James, and John, uh, the brother of James, and he cometh to the house of the ruler of the synagogue and seeth the tumult. And uh, them that wept and wailed greatly, and when he was come uh, in, he saith unto them, Why make this ado? And weep. The damsel is not dead, but sleepeth. And they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he taketh the father, the mother, and the damsel, and them that were with him, and entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand, and saith unto her, Talitha Kumi, uh, which is being uh, interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. And straightway the damsel arose and walked for uh, she was 12 years of age, and they were astonished with a great, with a great astonishment, astonishment. We thank God for the reading of his word. We thank God again for all of you. I want to talk tonight about the kind of faith that God rewards. I want to talk about the kind of faith that God rewards. I want to use this text as a foundational uh, text tonight to talk about the kind of faith that God rewards. As we come tonight, I want you to go ahead, share this word with someone, those of you who are listening to me, share this word with someone that this teaching may go out and other lives may be blessed. As we look here at Mark chapter 5, I want to uh, uh, really discuss with the people of God tonight uh, the importance of biblical faith. Uh, the Bible is heaven's handbook for believers. And it is critical uh, that in this hour we let nothing separate us from the Bible. It is the word of God. The Bible is God, uh, uh, God's word to God's people. The Bible is a God-breathed book. And it is designed to govern the lives 
of believers. See, see, the word of God is a settled word for the saints. The Bible is the standard of God's standard of absolute truth, and it is the foundation by which everything claiming to be truth must be judged. I said the Bible is God's standard of absolute truth, and it is the foundation by which everything claiming to be truth must be judged. Judge. Uh, one of the major themes of scripture, when we look at the Bible, when we look at the word of God, one of the major themes of scripture is that of faith. Uh, you uh, have heard me say it, and I uh, think it bears saying again tonight, that as you uh, look at the Old and the New Testaments, there are so many things that between the Old and the New Testaments you see fulfilled and being changed. Uh, uh, you see the system of the priesthood uh, 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 now uh, uh, in the Old Testament where there were priests that had to make sacrifices for the people. Now in the New Testament, you see the priesthood of every believer. You can now go to God for yourself in the Old Testament. We see the blood sacrifices that were being given uh, uh, bulls and goats and turtle doves as they were being offered up as sacrifices for sin on behalf behalf of the people but now in the New Testament we have Jesus Christ who is the ultimate sacrifice for sin behold the Lamb of God John says when he sees him who taketh away the sins of the world we, we see a whole lot being changed uh, uh, from the old to the New Testament we see a whole lot being shifted from the old to the New Testament but one thing that we see whether it be in the old or the New Testament that remains the same is this fact that the just shall live by faith oh come on here God has always required that his people be a people of faith God has always required that his people trust him believe him and take him at his word and that is what I want to talk about tonight God wants us the kind to have the kind of faith that he can reward tonight I want to talk about the kind of faith that God rewards. See, see, this is it because there's several things that we have to get here in the text. I want to look here tonight in the narrative of this man whose name is Jairus or Jairus, who is the ruler of the synagogue. He, he, he is a man who is responsible uh, uh, for the oversight of the synagogue. And then the Bible says that when Jesus uh, crosses over uh, uh, and is nigh unto the sea that there comes one whose name is Jairus or this ruler of the synagogue he comes to Jesus and when he sees him he falls at the feet of the Lord. Uh, the Bible says that he has a concern verse 23 says that he, 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 he besought the Lord uh, and he, he, he beseeches him greatly because his little daughter is lying at the point of death and he wants Jesus to come and lay hands on her. Now, now this is what I want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about uh, the kind of faith that God rewards. And the first thing that I want to record tonight is that, that, that we must understand that the best of us will encounter battles in life. Get me now. The best of us will encounter battles in life. See, life will offer challenges of varying degrees to each of us. Every saint of God, child of God, will endure some kind of situation, some kind of storm, some kind of opposition, some kind of challenge, some kind of trial and test uh, that we will encounter. See, uh, even the saints of God can encounter severe situations. I love it because here it is in the text. You've got this man Jairus who comes to the Lord and he has a severe situation. His daughter, little daughter, just 12 years old is lying at the point of death and he needs the Lord to come to his house and lay hands on her. Let me tell you this tonight, there is no biblical promise that the saints won't ever face problems.
I said, there is no biblical promise that the saints won't ever face problems. But, but this is it. Even people who are God-pleasing will encounter some problems. I need you to hear me tonight by the Spirit of God. I said, you can be God-pleasing and still encounter problems. See, problems are common to man. Uh, it, it does not matter your position. You will encounter some problems. No, no, no matter uh, the prestige that one might carry in life, you will never be exempt from problems. No matter how powerful one might think he or she is, you will encounter some problems in this life. See, see, saints uh, have got to understand that we all will encounter prob uh, problems. But, but, but this is it. Saints don't just have problems we also have many wonderful promises that that's what I love see see because sometimes the enemy just wants you to think you've got a problem but you don't just have a problem you've got many wonderful promises sometimes you got to remind that devil wait a minute here you want me to focus on the problem when the truth is God has given me awesome promises oh come on here and that's what I want you to know tonight you don't just have problems if you belong to God you have promises this is something here the Lord uh, has given us many wonderful promises and the promises of God will sustain you through life's problems when you have the promises of the Lord they will sustain you through life's problems. This is something here you can praise the name of our God because you know what tonight problems are not always an indication that you are not pleasing God. I need the people of God to get this because sometimes the devil will try to uh, get in and make us feel bad because we're going through a fight but I said you can have a problem and problems are not always an indication that you are not pleasing God. Come on here that, that, that God's people have got to understand that sometimes we're going to go through a fight and it doesn't mean that we have done anything wrong as a matter of fact you got to remember that sometimes in our greatest seasons of testing God is getting us ready to be promoted to another level in him another level of purpose another level of ministry another level of our assignment another level of our calling see you got to remember that testing is sometimes an indication, hallelujah, that a promotion is in order. This is what I'm telling you. If you will trust God, no matter what you're going through, he's going to bring you into a mighty triumph. If you believe God, even in the face of your battle, there is a blessing on the line waiting for you. Oh, come on here. This is what I'm telling you. I said it on Sunday and I'm saying it tonight that the people of God have got to understand that just a little piece up the road God's got something powerful with your name on it oh come on here sometimes if you can make it through the roughest spot you're about to come into your greatest reward somebody lift your hands right there wherever you are in your kitchen in your bedroom in your living room and give God a praise come on here tonight is the night hallelujah for your faith to be strengthened so that you can go all the way in God. This is the kind of faith that God rewards. Yeah, the kind of faith that God's reward that God rewards is a faith that has an understanding it is not exempt from the fight. Oh, come on here. I said the kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that understands it is not exempt from the fight. Oh, come on here. It is a faith that understands it will be tested by fire. Oh, come on here. So, so this is it here. The kind of faith that God rewards is, is, the, is the faith that understands it's never exempt from the fight. I said the best of us will encounter battles. Number one, the kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that understands it is not exempt from encountering a fight. Your faith will be tried by the fire. Your faith will have to go through some pressure. Come 
come on here but if you've never tried it you don't know how genuine it is oh but when your faith goes through the fire and it comes out on the other side you know you're working with the real stuff this is what I'm telling you. Number two tonight, uh, uh, the, the, the kind of faith that God rewards is grounded in God himself. The kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that is grounded in God himself. Number two, the kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that is grounded in God himself. Number one, I told you that the kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that knows it will encounter a fight. But number two, the kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that is grounded in God himself. I need you to get this here because the people of God don't just have faith for the sake of having faith. There is an object of our faith. I love it because the text is clear that when Jairus uh, came to Jesus hallelujah, he was coming to him because he knew that uh, he needed somebody greater than him to help him. I need you to hear me tonight by the spirit of the Lord. Jairus is in a jam. His faith understands that it does, it is not exempt from problems. But number two, his faith also understands that it must be grounded in a source greater than himself. Come on here. I don't care how many storms that are raging in your life. You need your faith grounded in a source that is greater than yourself. See, see, see biblical faith is faith in God. Biblical faith is not blind faith. It is faith in God. Come on, it's not just faith, hallelujah, that's being launched out there in nothing. Come on here, biblical faith is grounded in God himself. See, see, the saints are called to faith in God. Now, this is something here because your faith in God is what is going to bring you through life's journey. See, your faith must have the correct focal point. Your, 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 your faith must be grounded in God. The biblical mandate is to have faith in God. Come on, you remember the cursing of the fig tree when the disciples were trying to figure out what was going on? Going on, and when they came back and saw the fig tree that Jesus cursed having been dried up from the root, the Bible says that Jesus says to the disciples, Have faith in God. Come on here. God must be the foundation of your faith. Oh, come on here. When God is the foundation of your faith, you can get through anything. When God is the foundation of your faith, you can walk through life's fire. When God is the foundation of your faith, Baby, you can go through all kinds of frustration. When God is the foundation of your faith, you are set for another win. Somebody lift your hands right there and give him praise. The kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that is grounded in God himself. Come on here. Come on. The kind of faith that God rewards, I said, is grounded in God himself. It is not a faith grounded in yourself. It is not a faith grounded in money. It is not a faith grounded in material possession. Come on here. You need a faith that is grounded in God. See, you know what I found out? You need more than yourself because yourself ain't all that strong without God. You need more than yourself because yourself ain't all that wise without the wisdom of the Holy Ghost. Come on here. Yourself can get you but so far you need faith in God. This is something here. I know the world tells you that all you got to do is believe in yourself, but baby, that ain't enough. You must have faith in God. Come on here. I'm not telling you to put yourself down, but I'm telling you that your faith must be grounded in something greater than yourself. Your faith must rest in something bigger than yourself. Your faith must rest in God. We are not big enough in ourselves. We need God. We are not strong enough in ourselves. We need God. We are not wise enough in ourselves. We need need God. See, see, this is something here. 
Biblical faith moves you to rely on God. Biblical faith moves the righteous to rely on God. Come on here. You know when your faith is biblical, it relies on God. Come on here. You know when your faith pleases God, it is grounded in him. Lift your hands right there and give him praise. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the Swedish frame, but holy lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sand. I thank God for the good things in my life and the good people in my life, but my faith is grounded in God. I thank God for the people I can depend on. I thank God for my trusted friends and comrades in the ministry. Oh, but my faith is grounded in God. Come on, what is the foundation of your faith? If people fail you, what is the foundation of your faith? When money can't come through, what is the foundation of your faith? And let me tell you something, the song is right. All of the ground is sinking sand. There will be a time that everything in your life comes up short. And the only thing that is stable is a faith that is grounded in God. Somebody lift your hands right there and give him praise. I'm talking about a faith that God rewards. The kind of faith that God rewards. See, see, biblical faith relies on God. See, faith in God will fortify your life. It is faith in the Lord that will bring you through life's fires. Come on. Faith in God is a sure foundation. Come on here. Why put your faith in God? Because he cannot fail. Why put your faith in God? Because there is no better way to move forward. Come on here. Put your faith in God. He cannot fail. Everyone in your family is fallible. And so it is with your friends. Come on here. We thank God for them. But guess what? People are fallible. Come on. This is something here. We've got to put our faith in God. I said everybody in your family is fallible and so it is with your friends. But there is no failure in God. Come on. Come on. The best people will fail you. But God is always faithful. Trust him wholly. See, you got to get your faith off money and put it in the master. You got to get your faith out of that job and put it in Jesus. Come on, you got to take your faith away from your possessions and place it in God. Come on here, this doesn't mean you don't take care of what God has blessed you with. Properly manage what you have. Oh, come on here. Properly manage your money, but don't put your trust in it. Come on here. This doesn't mean that we, we should not build trust relationships with people. Come on. Of course, we should build relationships where we can depend on. Those are fruit of the spirit. We ought to be faithful people. Come on here. We ought to be reliable people. We ought to be able to have confidence in one another but what is the real foundation of your faith my faith rests on God come on the kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that rests on him come on reach out to your family and to your friends and uh, all of the many people you know but put your reliance on the Lord come on here the confidence that we even put in ourselves should be uh, flowing from our connection with Christ. I need you to get the, I said the confidence that we put in ourselves should always flow from our connection to Christ. Come on here. What, what do you mean by that? I can do all things through Christ. Come on here. How can I do it through Christ? 
Come on. My confidence is not really solely based on me alone. My confidence is based upon my connection to my Christ. Oh, come on here. This is something here that the people of God, the confidence that the saints ought to have ought to be a God confidence. Come on here. That, that when, 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 when you're talking about the confidence of being able to get something done, it is because of your connection with Christ. Come on here. We, we understand this in Romans 8 and 37 that in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. There it goes again. Come on here. How am I more than a conqueror? Because of my connection to Christ. Come on. Paul says, I am what I am by the grace of God. There it goes again. My connection to Christ. Oh, come on here. That, 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 that uh, the people of God have got to understand it is God, it is the strength of God that helps me and you to get the job done. So this is it. Proverbs 21 and 31 is one of the scriptures that I love. It says, the horse is prepared against the day of battle. But safety is of the Lord. The, the New Living Translation says it this way, uh, Proverbs 21 and 31, the horse is prepared for the day of battle, but victory belongs to the Lord. This is something here. So he says, you know, that you do what you can. Manage well, right? Go ahead and prepare the horse for the day of battle. But remember that your confidence is not in the horse. Oh, come on here. Yeah, he might be able to do some things, but remember that at the end of the day, victory belongs to Yahweh. Victory belongs to the Lord. And he said, go ahead, do everything you need to do, but do not forget the source of your real hope. Your hope is in Jesus Christ, and it is only there that you can have a stable foundation. Look here tonight. Uh, he said, go ahead, prepare the horse for war. But remember that victory belongs to the Lord. See, see, people got to get this in our hearts. Come on here. That, 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 that things are, are going to be happening all of the time. But we got to put our hope in the Lord. See, see, people can be there uh, some of the time. But God is there all the time. Come on here. People, you know the thing about us. We've got all kinds of issues going on. People can get sick. Come on here. But God never will. Come on, people can only be at one place at one time. But God can be everywhere at the same time. Come on, I need you to get this. This is why it's necessary. People can walk out on you. But God never will. Come on, I need you to get this. No matter what comes or goes, put your faith in God. Come on, I need somebody to get this. Biblical faith is grounded in God. I need you to get this tonight by the Spirit of God. Come on here. The source of my faith is God. I'm relying on Him. Thank God for the dependable people I know. Thank God for the trusted friends that He's placed around me. Come on, but my chief reliance is on God. And if all else fails, my faith looks up to the Lord somebody give him praise honor and glory right there and you know what I found out it's not always that people want to leave you either come on here but that's how life is that people that would have loved to stay here but they're gone people that loved you but they're gone and that's why David said when my father and my mother have forsaken me then the Lord shall take me up that God is in my life as the only stable one that when everything else blows away God will still be there to help me to fight the battle open up your mouth and give him a shout of praise right there I said no matter what comes or goes put your faith in God that's the kind of faith that God rewards it is the kind of faith that is grounded in God himself number three uh, the kind of faith that God rewards is the faith that makes a request to God come on here this is something here not only does J. Iris come in the text uh, but, uh, and, and, and come to Jesus uh, uh, with his request 
His faith is in God. He's not looking for anybody else to do it. Not only is Jairus' faith in God, but, but the Bible says in verse 23 that he makes a request to the Lord. He, 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 he lays, uh, he asks the Lord to come and lay his hand on his daughter. Jairus comes and says to him, I pray that you come lay your hands on my daughter that she may be healed because if you lay your hands on her, she will live look here I love it tonight because biblical faith the kind of faith that God rewards is the kind of faith that makes its request known to God See, see, this is it, that, that, that when, you, when you start talking in terms of this kind of faith, it is a faith that recognizes the power of God. Why, why in the world is Jairus even coming to Jesus? He knows that Jesus can get the job done. Come on, he's seen enough, heard enough or something that he knows that Jesus is his man. Oh, come on here. He's the one that can make it happen. Oh, come on. I need you to get this here. Biblical faith makes its request to God. Come on here. You, you're not asking everybody. Biblical faith makes its request to God. Come on here. It means two things. That you are trusting in God's ability and you are trusting in God's willingness to get things done. You believe that God is able and you believe that God is willing. Come on. I need you to get this here. Th these are things that I talk to you about often but I need you to pick them up in the Holy Ghost tonight because in the 2022 year the kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that will come up and say God I need you come on here and it doesn't mind making bold requests the kind of faith that God rewards doesn't mind making bold requests the kind of faith that God rewards doesn't mind asking God to do something big. Who am I talking to? Some of you, like Jairus, you've got something major. Come on here. Some people bring God the minute, but they don't bring him the major. But the same God that can handle the little things can do much larger things. I need somebody to grab it here. He comes and his little daughter, she's 12 years old. She's lying at the point of death and look what he does he comes to Jesus busy Jesus huh. Jesus has a schedule people need to be healed people need to be delivered but Jairus comes and I love his request he says to Jesus come with me come to my house come on here now you see Jesus doing all this ministry people are waiting to see him others need him and you have the audacity to make the bold request that Jesus come to your house and lay hands on your daughter? What make you think he got all that time? Come on here. The thing is this. Jairus believed that he was able and he was willing. I need somebody to grab that. The kind of faith that God rewards makes a request to God. And the request is made because you believe that God is able and God is willing. I need somebody to get this here. Biblical faith is not afraid to make bold requests. My daughter is at the point of death. Come lay your hands on her. See, this man knows Jesus' schedule, but he's convinced of Jesus' power. And this is what I'm telling you. Hear me, church. You've got to get convinced of God's power. Come on here. One of the reasons that I bring God my petitions is because I'm convinced of his power. Lord have mercy. I said one of the reasons that I keep bringing God my petitions is because I'm convinced about his power. Come on here. That's why I keep bringing in my petitions because I'm fully persuaded concerning his power. Lift your hands right there and give God a shout of praise. I'm talking about the kind of faith that God rewards. Look at him here. He comes to Jesus because he's convinced that God can do it. See, see, there is a reason 
you don't take your vehicle to the hospital to get it worked on. Come on here. Come on. You know that the hospital don't fix no cars. You don't even go over there with it. Come on here. You, 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 don't, you don't come uh, 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 to anybody bringing a problem that you don't believe can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on here. See, and this is why I'm telling you, when I call on the Lord, it is an extension of my faith. I believe God can do it. Come on here. Ain't no need to pray in empty prayer. If you're going to talk to the Lord, believe that he can do it. Oh, come on here. By your faith, be it unto you, the kind of faith that God rewards makes its request to God. And it is a request that says, I believe that God has the power to do it. Oh, come on here. I might be having problems, but God has the power to handle them. Come on here I might be going through a herd but God has the power to heal it come on I might be facing a situation but God's got the power to set it in order lift your hands right there and give God a shout of praise because he has the power come on here see see but not only that God not only is able God is willing you got to get convinced that God is able and then you got to get convinced that God is willing come on here you got to get convinced that God wants to bless you see this is something here that's hard for the saints to get I want to get convinced uh, I want you to get convinced that God wants to bless you God's not out to harm you he wants to help you oh come on here God's not out to make your life better. We talked about that Sunday. He wants to make it better. Come on here. God doesn't want to leave you busted. He wants to leave you blessed. Look at this. So, so, God does not uh, leave me, uh, want to leave me busted. He wants to lead me into the blessing. He wants to lead me into a place of blessing. Come on. And I got to be, I got to understand that the God of the Bible is not out to harm his people. This is something here. I said the God of the Bible is not out to harm his people. Come on. He only wants to help us. Even when God disciplines us, he's not out to destroy us. Come on. Sometimes we, uh, sometimes we don't, uh, 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 hold the right view of God because of the way he is mischaracterized. Come on, you listen to people and they don't give you a Bible view about God, they give you a personal view about God. They give you their own view about God. But the biblical God wants to bless his people. Come on here. The biblical God is not out to beat his people down. The biblical God is not out to leave his people busted. The biblical God wants to bless his people. The God of the Bible wants his people blessed. Now that's, that's hard for some folks. Come on. Because you only talk about a beat them up God, a knock them out God, a judgment God, a get them God. Come on here. But think about this. If your earthly father knows how to love you, how much more your heavenly father? Oh, come on here. If, if your earthly father does not want to see you harmed, how much more does your heavenly father? If your earthly father wants the best for you, how much more your heavenly father? Oh, come on here. We ought to give God uh, 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 the credit due him. Oh, come on here. He's not out to kill you. He wants to cover you. Come on. And that's why I said, even when God chastises us, it is not to harm us. Oh, come on here. See, see, the Bible uh, uh, shows us that, that, that God disciplines us, but he's not out to destroy us. And one of the main reasons that God wants our obedience is so that he can bless us. And make us a blessing. This is something here. I said one of the major reasons that God wants your obedience is so that he can bless you and make you a blessing. This is something here. God wants to bless me and he wants to make me a blessing in the earth. He wants to bless me and make me a blessing 
in the earth. This is something here, saints, that God is wanting to bless you. He wants to help you. And, 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 and see, th th this man in the text knew that God was willing. See, see, God is an awesome father. He's not an abuser. Oh, come on here. The, 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 the Bible connects God's chastening always to his love. Come on here. Whom the Lord loves, he chasteneth. Oh, come on here. The, the chastening of God is always connected to the love of God. Oh, come on here. That, 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 this is something here. The Abraham uh, 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 text, Genesis 12, when God tells him he wants to bless him and make him a blessing. See, see, this man in the text knew that the Lord was willing. And, and, and no doubt he had heard about others that God had healed. See, 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 the children of God must understand that God is willing. God is able and God is willing. He wants to bless you. See, see, th this is it here. We are less likely to come to someone who we believe is not willing to help us. But the more you come to understand, God really wants to bless me. God really wants to help me. God really wants to participate in my life. God really wants to lead my life. The more you come to him. Oh, come on here. An incorrect view about God can have you going the other way. But when you get the right view about God, hallelujah, it'll lead you to victory. This is something he wanted Jesus to come to his house and lay his hands on his daughter. And he believes that if Jesus would come and lay his hands on her, she would live. Because whatever the Lord lays his hands on, he can cause it to live. This is it. Jesus knows how to get the job done. So, so th this is it here. The Bible shows us that when he makes the request, Jesus goes with him. Isn't this something? That God is not against his people. Blessed is anyone who has the Lord on his side. Oh yeah, they have a settled victory. Lord, have mercy. I said, blessed is anyone who has the Lord on their side. They have a settled victory. See, see, uh, this is what you got to keep in your mind. Now, now, this is something here. Your, 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 your faith is going to be challenged. This is something you got to get this. You got to remember that the kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that will be challenged. The kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that will be challenged. You know what? If there ain't nothing in it, the devil ain't going to fight it. Oh, come on here. Devil doesn't waste his time on nothing. Come on here. You know when it's going somewhere. You know when God wants to do something major because the devil always tries to start some mess. Oh, yes, he does. Yeah, yeah. You know when God's going to promote it because the devil always tries to cause problems with it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know when God is wanting to advance it because the enemy will always try to attack it. I need you to hear me by the spirit of the Lord. Jairus is now going to the house and Jesus is going to the house with him. And, and the text shows me something that, that, that there are people that come from the house of Jairus and they say to him, leave the master alone. Do not trouble the master anymore. Your daughter is now dead. Can you imagine what this father must have felt like? He was almost to the house with Jesus. Jesus is coming with him and now uh, somebody runs from down the road, meets him before he can get to his house and say guess what your daughter is dead there is no need for you to trouble the master let Jesus go on about his way come on listen to what they're saying it's too late it's over let the man go on about his business he can't help you now you can't get anything now see this is what I'm telling you here that faith that God rewards is a faith that will be challenged because this is what I'm telling you when you are believing God for something the the devil will try to get you sidetracked. Oh, yes. When you make up in your mind that you're going to believe God, the devil will go to work. 
Your faith in God will encounter a fight. Hear me now. See, see, the devil has no authority to take your faith in God, but he will sure challenge it. Here it is right here. Jairus is just a minute away from a miracle, minute away from a manifestation. He's just a few miles away from a breakthrough. And before he can get there, he hears a negative report. Leave the master alone. Tell him, uh, 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 you might as well let him go because your daughter is dead and there is no hope. She died before you could get there. Look here, but I want to tell you here, the devil wants you removed from your place of faith because he knows it will bring you into a brighter future. Get me tonight by the Holy Ghost. Some of you listening to me, the devil wants to remove you from your place of faith because he knows that it will bring you into a brighter future. Come on here, and if he can get you to drop the ball before you get your blessing, if he can get you to faint before you see the fullness of your faith, come on here, that's what he wants to do. But do not faint before you see the fullness of your faith. What do you mean here? There's a reward on the line. Do not faint before you see the fullness of your faith. Be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. See, see, the devil knows, come on here, he knows that if you keep going in God, you're going to get something. Come on here. So, so when, when, you, when you made up in your mind you're going to believe God, the devil's going to try to buffet you. When you believe in God for something, there will be an enemy that will try to get you sidetracked. See, see, but this is what I'm telling you. Your faith in God will encounter a fight but but let me tell you something the devil has no authority over your house I need somebody to praise God right there I'm talking about the kind of faith that God rewards come on here it is a faith that says I'm going to hold on yeah because my future is going to be brighter come on here make no mistake about it even the devil knows that faith in God works I said even the devil knows that faith in God works. The devil knows enough word to know that faith in God works. The devil's job is to discourage your faith. Come on here. But let me tell you, that's not God. Come on here. God wants you to stay in your in your most holy faith. Come on here. In this passage, Jairus hears some bad news to discourage his faith. The messengers say to him your daughter is dead and see when you are believing God sometimes things will seemingly be going backwards come on here have you ever experienced that as you trying to believe God it looks like momentarily things start going backwards when you make up in your mind to believe God sometimes you will it will seemingly go from bad to worse yeah yeah sometimes when you believe God sometimes things will seemingly go from bad to worse but don't stop believing God see the messengers tell him don't trouble the master let him go this is it the enemy is hoping that you let go he's hoping that you walk away from your faith the devil is hoping that before you come into the new thing you just throw up your hands and say never mind come on here but shout the devil come on here and remind him I'm going to keep believing God I don't care what happens along the way God has the final say I said I don't care what happens along the way God's got the final say trust him come on here because the life of the believer is a faith walk don't let the negative reports stop you from believing God for new things come on here negative reports are nothing when they stand before the power of almighty God come on here look for your faith to be challenged but don't let it change your testimony I still believe God baby I'm here to tell you my faith is being challenged but my testimony is not being changed I still believe God somebody give God a shout or praise right there come on here don't let the negative reports cause you to become negative 
keep your speech clean. Come on, keep standing on the word of God. Keep declaring the promises of Almighty God. I need you to get this here. See, when God is about to do something new, you can expect the devil to launch something negative. Oh, come on here. Come on. It's the devil's job to buffet you, but it's your job to keep on believing. Somebody praise him right there. Come on, say, I have the kind of faith that God rewards. Come on here. When you believe God, you will hear a whole lot, but let none of it stop you from trusting God anyway. When you believe God, you will hear a whole lot, but none of what you hear, come on here, can stop God from being able to handle it on your behalf. No matter what you heard, God can handle it all. Somebody praise God right there. Come on, it's a lot being said, but none of it, let none of it replace what God has already said. Some of you believe in God, and there's a whole lot of noise in the way, but don't you let the noise keep you from walking into your new thing. Lift your hands right there and say, I have the kind of faith that God rewards. Somebody praise him right there. Don't let negative people halt your progress. Lift your hands. Open your mouth and give God a shout of praise right there. I said, when God is about to do something new, you can look for the devil to launch something negative. But guess what? God has not changed his mind about blessing you. The devil can run his mouth, but that won't change God's mind. You've got to keep believing God that what he said, he's God enough to bring it to pass. Lift your hand, open your mouth, cry from your belly. I have the kind of faith that God rewards. That's it right there. Yeah. You got to you got to know how to keep on going. Yeah. The Bible says that they came with the negative report. Your daughter's dead. And see, this is the thing right here. You got to know and this is the next thing. You have to be ready. Always be ready for attacks on your faith. Come on, the kind of faith that God rewards is the kind of faith that's always ready for the attack. Come on here, I'm ready. Come on here, because the faith that you have in God is going to be tried. But you got to be ready for the attacks. Look at this here. Here they are walking, him and Jesus. And here comes the people from the house of Jairus saying, uh, your daughter is dead. Trouble the master no more. Let him go. Come on, because this is where the enemy is. He always wants you to cast away your confidence, your bold faith, because he knows your confidence. If you cast it away, you can't inherit great reward. Come on. There is great recompense of reward attached to your bold faith. Come on here. But God cannot pay faith that faints. Come on, your faith can't be fair weather. Come on, you got to have a faith that stands up even in the fire. You got to have a faith that presses even through frustration. This is it. This is it here. Negative attacks came, but, 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 but biblical faith, the kind of faith that God rewards is a faith that is ready to handle the attacks that come upon it. Come on, don't let the devil derail you from your faith in God. Don't, don't let people talk you out of believing God. Come on, look at the text here. They, they, they tell him to trouble the master no more. Come on, it said in verse 35, that while they yet speak, there came the ruler from the ruler of the synagogue's house, certain which said, thy daughter is dead, why troublest thou the master any further? It said, and as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he saith unto the ruler. Look at this. Now, that's a powerful text to me because they said, 
They spake, verse 35, they spake to the ruler of the synagogue. Come on. They spake one thing and told him, leave the master alone. Don't trouble him anymore. Your daughter's dead. That's what the naysayers said. But in 36, when Jesus heard a word, when Jesus heard what they said, he spoke to the ruler of the synagogue. Come on here. Because guess what? Uh, even though the enemy is trying to speak in your ear, God is still speaking. Come on. And see, you got to determine who you're going to hear. Whose report are you going to believe? I know the naysayers are talking and sometimes they can get loud. Come on here. But power belongs to the Lord. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I said the naysayers are loud. But power belongs to the Lord. Don't let the naysayers stop you from receiving from God. This is it. They just start talking. Don't, don't, uh, you might as well let him go. You, you might as well, uh, uh, don't, don't worry about this anymore because your daughter's dead and it's no need to trouble the master any further. But look at this. Jesus speaks to him. Come on here. Because God will give you a word to counteract every word of the enemy. Oh, come on here. There ain't nothing that the enemy is speaking that God hadn't given you a word to shut down. Look at this. They said, drop it. Come on. And I'm telling you, you got to be ready. You got to be ready for negative attacks that come against your faith. Come on. When they said, drop it, Jesus said to him, be not afraid. Only believe. Now, you know what I say in this moment? This is an hour that you don't have room for anything else but faith. Oh, come on here. All that other stuff that don't equal faith in God, dismiss it. Get rid of it. Come on. Come on. In this hour, I just got room for faith. Everything else I'm asking to leave. Come on. Fear got to get out. Doubt got to get out. Unbelief got to get out. Come on here. I only have room for faith. This is what I want you to get. Jesus said to him, be not afraid, only believe. That means there is room for nothing else but you to believe me. Everything else that comes in your mind, dismiss it. Oh, come on here. Anything that would try to derail you from believing wholly in God, dismiss it. Look at what he said. Uh, uh, Sometimes when, when, when you got a made up mind that you're going to believe God, you 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 gotta you gotta know how to uh, 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 you gotta know how to not be taken down by negative people. Negative people can't stop anything that God has determined to do for me. Come on here, my naysayers can't stop God from doing what He wants to do for me. Come on here, God is determined to bless me even if they try to block it. Come on here. And let me tell you something. When you know that God is determined to bless you, can't nothing stop him. When God makes up his mind to bless you, they might as well get out of the way. Come on. This is something here. Don't let negative people, don't let negative people stop you from receiving what God has for you. Come on. You, you will have naysayers, but you've got to remember that the naysayers are a non-issue when it comes to you getting paid. Come on here. See, by your faith, be it under you. See, see, what you get from God is not based on what they say. It's about what you believe. Come on. Say, what I get from God is not based upon what they say about me, but what I believe. Come on here. Come on, this is what I need you to get. That, that some things we empower because we give it unnecessary attention. Come on. There's some people, they don't know they're getting to you until you start going back and forth with them. Come on. You got you to gotta know how to stop empowering your naysayers. Come on here. The Bible shows us what Jesus did when they spoke. Jesus just ignored them. Come on here. Why? Because really, your naysayers are a non-issue when it comes to your blessing. Can't nobody stop you from being blessed when God's got his mind made up to do it? Come on. 
and don't give them more uh, power than what they deserve in your life. Oh, come on here. Negative people, negative people trying to stop you, trying to hinder. You got to know how to handle the attacks on your faith. Come on here. What, what does that mean? It means that Jesus heard everything. That the situation, God saw it. And it doesn't matter what's happening, God is still committed to helping you. Come on here. I know that in your flesh, you want to clap back. You want to tell them off. You want to get them straight. You want to teach them some manners. You want to put them in their place. Come on here. Don't get me wrong. Just because I ignore you doesn't mean I'm not aware of you. Come on here. But this is what I'm telling you here. Thank God that my life is not in their hands. It's in God's hands. Oh, come on here. Thank God my miracle is not dependent on what comes out of their mouth. Come on here. Thank God that when I believe God, by my faith, be it unto me. Somebody lift your hands right there and give God a shout of praise. Come on. Say, I have the kind of faith that God rewards. I need you to hear me. Tonight, by the Spirit of God, it is, it is that sometimes we've got to be determined that we're not going to let anything stop us. Come on, you've got to know how to hear, but not let them hinder you. Come on here. Yeah, sometimes people are saying things and you hear, you're not crazy, you know what's going on. Come on here, but just because you heard it, don't let it hinder you. Come on here, I heard it, but I don't have to let it hinder me. Oh, come on here. I believe the report of the Lord. See, this is it right here. You can't let, hallelujah, you can't let them stop what you receive from God. Hallelujah. Don't allow, hallelujah, what they're saying and what they're doing to derail you from believing God. Come on here. Their words, don't let their words stop you from winning. Come on here. Jesus was walking with him and this is what I love here. Baby, you would have got me have the Lord not been walking with me. This is what I'm telling you. Jesus helped to keep him on track. And that's why I'm telling you, when they get negative, keep listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Keep listening to the voice of God. Come on here and don't allow them come on here to turn you bitter. Baby, you keep trusting God. You keep depending on him and you let nothing stop you from believing God. This is it. And I'm getting ready to quit here that, that, that they were going to Jairus' house but, but Jesus was there to catch him and to tell him don't let it get to you only believe me because your faith come on here is what's necessary come on here don't worry about what they're saying just worry just concern yourself with doing what God has said somebody give God a shout of praise right there come on here don't forget who you're walking with see see they're people that are at Jairus' house. Come on here, but this is what I'm telling you. Just because they've been to your house don't mean they've got authority over your house. Come on here. I don't need anything. Come on here. Speaking over my house that doesn't comply with the word of God. Come on here. I'm so glad I'm no God. It's a faith walk, not a feeling walk. Feelings will ruin it, but faith will reward it. I said your feelings will ruin it ruin it but your faith will reward it no matter what this is I believe God kind of hour come on here Jesus ignored them come on here and therefore Jairus could ignore them see, see when Jesus got to the house he was able to come in and put some folk out this is what I'm telling you here baby you keep trusting God stop trying to answer every quid critic stop going back and forth with every nation some of this stuff just ain't worth it. Save your energy so you can enjoy the blessing. Come on here. Don't let all, the, all of that they're saying about you stop you from believing God. Come on. 
on here. Remember this here. Come on here. Jairus kept on walking. And when he kept on walking, the last thing I want to tell you is that the kind of faith that God rewards, come on here, is a faith that says, through it all, I'm going to get my stuff. Oh, come on here. That what I prayed for, God's going to put it in my head. The kind of faith that God rewards says I'm not going to quit until I get paid. I'm not going to stop until I receive what I've been praying for, what I've been believing for. This is what I love. It is the faith that will not relent. It is a faith that will sooner or later be rewarded. There it is right there. Faith that won't relent will sooner or later be rewarded. Jesus spoke to the little girl as he put the rest out of the room, took in Peter, James, and John, and the mother and the father, and they went in the room, and he told the little girl to get up, and she got up. Come on here. Can, can I tell you, you need your energy. Come on here. Don't waste your energy. Come on. Giving them a back and forth response. Save your energy so you can enjoy your reward. God's going to do it for you. Stay focused, my friend. Keep walking forward with Jesus. No matter what happens, stay with God. Come on here. People may talk, but keep believing God. God's got the final say, and God is going to give the last word. There is no word greater than God's word. Every word must bow to God's word. Stand right there until you're coming to your reward. Can I tell you God's got a payday? If you don't pass out, can I tell you that God's got a brighter future? If you refuse to faint, can I tell you that God's got an awesome reward? If you refuse to relent, and I know there's some things that you might have to do, but do not throw away your faith. Hold on to God, and your faith in God will be rewarded. Lift your hands right there. Open your mouth and say, I have the kind of faith that God will reward. I have the kind of faith that God will reward. No naysayer can stop me. I have the kind of faith that God will reward. No challenge will drop me. I have the kind of faith that God will reward. I will not relent. I have the kind of faith that God will reward. Somebody lift your hands, open your mouth, and give your God a shout of praise right there. Tonight is the night that we embrace the kind of faith that God can reward. Somebody put a praise on it right there. Somebody give him glory for your ladder shall be greater than your beginning. You have the kind of faith that God can reward. God bless you tonight. Heaven smile upon each of you. Share this word. Encourage the heart of some believer that they may hear the word of the Lord tonight and that you can let them know that God is not slack concerning his promises. Come on here. If you trust him and do not relent, you have the kind of faith that God can reward. Thank God for all of you tonight. I want you to know that I will continue to pray for you. You continue to pray for me. And let's march forth together with the kind of faith that God can reward. God bless you. Heaven smile upon you.